Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Pfeiffer, and this is another episode of the Well Women Podcast. In this episode, I am talking about the three reasons why I believe that every woman should be using the fertility awareness method. You'll learn about what those three reasons are and how you can get started. Enjoy. Hi. I'm Dr. Laura Pfeiffer and I am a naturopathic doctor practicing in Ontario, Canada with the main focus of helping you ditch your birth control, fix your period problems, and optimize your cycle so that you can conceive or avoid conception with confidence. Today, I want to talk to you about the three main reasons why using the fertility awareness method is so, so important beyond fertility. So oftentimes when I'm speaking with my patients, they assume that the fertility awareness method means that they're focusing on fertility. And many of my patients will say, well, I'm not looking to get pregnant, so why would I use the fertility awareness method? Now, for those who don't know, the fertility awareness method is a number of ways in which you track your cycle and you track your symptoms in order to optimize that that, uh, fertile window for conception or you can avoid that fertile window if you are trying to avoid pregnancy. Now, there's a number of different ways to do this, but the accuracy depends on the amount of things that you use to really hone in on this fertile window and really be confident about when and if you ovulate. So typically the fertility awareness method, also known as FAM, uses a few different components, but I really like my patients to do a couple of things. So I like my patients to track their cervical mucus. I like my patients to track using luteinizing hormone strips. These are also known as ovulation strips. And if my patients want to, in addition to that, I like them to track their temperature. And all of this along with using your favorite app on your phone, most of them are free, downloading it and inputting that information as to when your cycle starts and when any other information happens. So that change in cervical mucus, that change in your temperature, and anything else that comes up throughout the month. So why is the fertility awareness method so amazing if you're not trying to get pregnant? Well, my reason number one is kind of obvious. It is to avoid pregnancy. So even if you are not trying to get pregnant or if you are trying to actively avoid pregnancy and you don't want to be on hormones, the fertility awareness method is actually a very effective way to do this if you were doing it properly. Now, a lot of people assume that if you're doing the fertility awareness method, you're basically taking your app, you're inputting day one, this is when I bleed, day one, this is when I bleed again, and then you're letting your app calibrate and say, this is your fertile window. And then you're allowing them to say, okay, in this fertile window, this is when you'll get pregnant. Now, that is known as the rhythm method or the calendar method. And the reason why this is really, really not helpful is because your app is just using math. And so when they're trying to help you avoid pregnancy, they're not doing a very good job. And this is why this method fails. Because if you said, for example, that you had a 28 day cycle, your app's gonna say, okay, half of 28 is 14, and I'm gonna extend extend it a couple days to one side and a couple days to the other, and I'm gonna call this your fertile window. Now you can have a 28 day cycle and definitely ovulate day 14. You can also have a 28 day cycle and randomly ovulate day 18. In that case, you may not have looked at that as part of your fertile window, 
And if you are trying to avoid pregnancy, this is not going to be helpful for you. So this is why I tell my patients to use a number of different methods paired together so that in conjunction, all of this information is just giving you more and more data to help pile that window or um, get that window a little bit tighter each and every month. So when we use luteinizing hormone strips, what we're doing is we're testing on, I usually say day eight of your cycle. So you have your menstrual period. Once your menstrual period is done, around day seven or eight, you're gonna start testing. This is the first month you've ever done it. So you have no idea if you ovulate, maybe on day eight, maybe on day 10. A lot of women have early ovulation, would be eight or 10. And so what you're looking for is you're looking for that luteinizing hormone test or that ovulation test strip to be positive around day eight or day 10 or further on, this is why we start at day eight or day 10. And once it is positive, that means you're probably going to ovulate within 12 to 24 hours. Keep in mind, this does not confirm ovulation, it predicts ovulation. But you know that before that LH strip is positive, you're not going to ovulate. You do not ovulate before the LH strip is positive, you ovulate after. So this can really help you tighten your fertile window to about two-ish days if you get it correct. So with that, paired with changing cervical mucus, so you're gonna look for your cervical mucus and see those changes. You're looking for that cervical mucus to turn into almost like that raw egg white consistency. So if you were to dump egg white on the counter, that raw egg white, that's that consistency. It's clear, it's mucusy, you could string it between two fingers. This is a really good indicator, again, a predictor of ovulation to come. So we combine LH, we combine cervical mucus, and then if you wanna combine another method on top of that, you can also combine something like temperature taking. Now, if you're taking your basal body temperature, this means you're taking your temperature every single day at the same time, and so sometimes this can be difficult for people to get this accurate. The other piece of the puzzle is, is if you got up and did something, say you got up and went pee, that's already going to ruin that measurement. So you need to make sure you take it at the same time every day, things like stress, poor sleep, shift work, alcohol, certain medications can actually impact this result. So this is why maybe a lot of the time it is not super accurate, but if you're pairing it with the other information, it can be really great to add in. Now taking your temperature doesn't tell you that you ovulate right now this month, but you, what you will see is you'll actually see a rise in your temperature, a slight rise following ovulation. What does that mean? It means that you probably ovulated last month. And so using your temperature retrospectively, say you found an LH strip and it was positive at day 14. Your cervical mucus started to get a little bit more raw mucus, egg white-like around day 13. You noticed a temperature spike after day 15. You can almost be guaranteed that that was your fertile window. You had the change in mucus, you had the LH rise, you probably ovulated one to two days after that, and you saw your temperature go up. So your temperature might go up day 16 in this case. But you're gonna pair all of this information together to give yourself a full and complete picture of what's going on. The second reason why I really love fertility awareness method, even if you're not trying to get pregnant, is because it can tell you a lot about your ovulation, which tells me a lot about your hormone balance. And so not a lot of people realize that if you have period problems, if you actually are trying to fix your period, 
you need to know if you ovulate, if and when you ovulate. And if you have a regular period, meaning you're bleeding every single month, that does not guarantee that you are actually ovulating. So really understanding when you are ovulating and if you are ovulating can give me a really good idea of what's going on with your symptoms. Now, I'm just gonna put it into a perspective for you. When we start our menstrual cycle, we start with estrogen causing that growth in follicular development. So your eggs are developing, your lining is getting thicker, and you're really leading up to the main event, ovulation. Now, what if ovulation doesn't occur? A lot of people think, okay, well then I'm not gonna get a period. That's actually not true. If ovulation doesn't occur, you can still get a period. That period can be more painful, it can be heavier, it can be sooner, so you could have shorter cycles. So your cycle might be 28 days long. This is day one when you bleed, day one when you bleed again. But then one day it's randomly 23 days. Maybe that means you didn't ovulate. Maybe your cycle is gonna be longer. Right? And so we can have these irregular, these longer, these shorter periods. We can have more PMS, more breast tenderness, more acne, more mood swings. Why? Because ovulation is the main event that allows our body to make progesterone. If we are not ovulating, we do not have that corpus luteum to make progesterone. If we do not make progesterone, we are not opposing that estrogen. Now, neither estrogen nor progesterone are bad, but we need them both in balance. And so when we don't have enough progesterone, we are not ovulating, this can worsen our problems. And so when I'm looking at my patients and I'm saying, okay, you have PMS, you have breast tenderness, you have acne, you have bloating, you have irritability, you have spotting between cycles. That can be because, well, it can be for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons can be you either don't ovulate and you have no progesterone, you ovulate and you have low progesterone, and that puts you into a relative estrogen dominance. You also could ovulate, make progesterone, but your estrogen is too high. So it's all about the balance of the hormones. We need to make sure that estrogen relative to progesterone and vice versa is always balanced. And the last reason why the fertility awareness method is amazing is because it allows you to track when other things are going on. So I like to put into perspective those random months where your cycle is maybe late or maybe your digestion is just not really good and your cycle is more painful and we're going through treatment and a lot of times I'm going through treatment with my patients and I'm getting them to track everything. Well, how's your menstrual migraines and how's your acne and how's your irritability and how's your breast tenderness? And we're doing well for a couple months, but then we get to a point where it's like, oh, things aren't good this month. Really looking back and understanding, okay, did I ovulate? When did I ovulate? And understanding the rest of your body can really give us insight into why this happened. So for example, having a highly stressed month can impact your cycle significantly. Having poor digestion, not eating well, being constipated, not having a bowel movement every day can impact your hormones significantly. So we need to make sure that you are pooping every single day and that your stress levels are managed and that you are active and drinking enough water. And those are all the pieces. And so when we're tracking our cycle and we're getting really sensitive to those changes, we can start to really identify quickly what the difference was this month versus last month and the months to come. So those are the reasons why I think fertility awareness method is so important beyond fertility. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at DrLauraND and feel free to download my free guide, my five side effects that you may not have thought could be coming from your hormonal birth control. Thank you.